my homie shot a music video. Or no, no, no. My homie was, he was tapped in with this one dude who he'd be like dancing, you know, like for music videos and stuff. And then I think he was in contact with uh, one of YG's artists. So then he knew, yeah, it was, you know, just like that kind of thing. So. <laughs> You want to know what? That's the beautiful thing about art, bro. Cause mm-hmm. like, check this out, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, choreography is an art, oh, yeah. and then so you know, choreographers is everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so they tapped in with hip hop, they tapped in with the R and B, they tapped in everywhere, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I mean, they in sports. Think about mm-hmm. the the you got the cheerleaders and who's oh, yeah. teaching them how to dance? Choreographers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just super dope that. Uh, you know, you guys happen to be connected with a choreographer, homie, yeah. who happens to be mm-hmm. connected with YG and his camp and how yeah. just how you can cross paths and, mm-hmm. and network in so many various ways, no, not through any type of art. You know, mm-hmm. it could be through uh, dance. It could be through uh, video directing. Yeah. It's just oh, a yeah. beautiful thing, man. So that's, that's just... Yeah. Bruh, they are. It's, it's really lanes out here, y'all. No, that's facts. There's yeah. really lanes out here. No, that's facts. Yeah, that's so. Uh, that was that's super hard, mm-hmm. man. But I, I, how was the the vibe in the back over there? Was man. everybody kind of cool, kind of yeah. low key? No, it was kind of like how you at the barbecue type of situation, mm-hmm. just catch just chopping it, it up, kind of. It chilling. was just like because when we walked in, we had to go through like the side of woman, and then. They let us in, and then we we're on the parking garage. We had to go through security, and then, but we shot a scene just like when we we're walking around, went on the tour bus, all that, and then, um, after all, just shooting all that, we went to the back room, and then you know who Losito is? Yeah. So I seen him, and just a couple other. I think they were videographers, or I mean, I think it was YG's uh, sound engineer, live sound engineer that I was chopping it up with too, and then. Um, also, I guess YG had a new assistant from like San Antonio, so I was chopping it up with him, and then just you know, just networking, just saying what's up, meeting people. But you know, just it was cool. Yeah, that's it was beautiful. It's definitely like a big ass venue. I didn't, I didn't notice how like. You know, because that's what right next to the Seahawks. Oh yeah, it's massive, so. man. It's man. When you got when you start talking about a parking garage, mm-hmm. that's how you know you're dealing with a big venue. You no, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of the the more popular ones down in you know Cap Hill and whatnot. You know, they ain't got parking garages. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You go find yourself a little parking spot in one of these neighborhoods oh, yeah. and walk on over here to the spot. But over mm-hmm. there, yeah, that's a gigantic parking oh, yeah. garage. Bigger. I was just yeah. like, dang. Yeah, but. Other than that, I mean, shoot, what you been amazing. on? How like how's your twenty twenty three been? Twenty twenty three, man. It, I've I've gotten used to writing the date down pretty early already, so <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah. Um, that means I'm off to a good start that way, mm-hmm. and. Um, just been doing a lot of stuff with my band mm-hmm. you know right now we're preparing for a uh, event that we're putting on we just we got a couple of grants from the city oh, to put on some uh some events one of the events we got coming up is called a music solstice gotcha. and uh what we're doing is we're showing the influence of uh, soul music on hip-hop so we'll be taking folks through a journey of soul mu- music through hip-hop how soul mm-hmm. music has influenced hip-hop we we have examples Samples gotcha. of uh, uh, big hip hop songs that uh, used soul music samples. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And so, since what our band will wind up doing in that case is uh, 
in addition to our originals, mm-hmm. we are going to also play the original uh, soul song and then also play the uh, we'll be performing the original soul song and the uh, the hip hop song gotcha. that sampled it and we'll be putting it structuring it in a way to where it's kind of like goes in a chronological type of thing like mm-hmm. a timeline gotcha. so oh, it's super dope. yeah it's, it's gonna be super dope uh, we, we we are putting that together right now I don't have a, a set date on when we're going to um when the event is going to be, mm-hmm. but we got several grants from the cities and that's just one of the events we putting on, uh, with the grant we got from uh, the city. That's dope. Just cause I haven't seen you since what? It's been a minute. I yeah, like, man. I, I would say, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I would say probably around November, maybe about November. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was about the last, might, maybe. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was about, no, it was probably before November, actually. Was it before my trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we oh, probably shit. talking about around <laughs> October. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think we talking October. about October. Yeah. So that yeah, it has been a, oh, yeah. a hot minute. I know. Yeah, me and uh, me and my bro B Boy Fidge, who's also yeah. one of my bandmates as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been putting together some joints and uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that we're working on. Some of which I can't Get I can't talk about right at this at this time right now, which you know kind of you know it's kind of hard for me Mm -hmm. because uh, I like to share things that we got going on, but like in these cases I Mm kind of gotta you know I gotta be a little bit low key with it until it's ready Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So yeah, we've been putting together some stuff. I got another project as you know I've been working on Mm -hmm. with you with Mm -hmm. my brother Jerris Alexander a project we got. and I can drop the name on that one. It's called The Harvest. Yeah. It's an EP that we putting together. And then I always got my own personal stuff that I got mm-hmm. going on. And uh, I would say that in addition to that art, I also am getting into screenwriting. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on some uh, ideas uh, for some screenplays and whatnot. And that takes up a lot of time right mm-hmm. there because, you know, as you know, now you 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 that you dealing with a whole total uh, different type of writing. You're not dealing with sixteen lines, sixteen lines, a it's hook a whole, and a, a bridge. Yeah, bro, you got pages you yeah. dealing with, and just so much writing that goes into that. Yeah, excuse me. So yeah, that's 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 what I'm getting into right now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, brother, just trying to continue to just nurture my artistic mm-hmm. abilities. And um, just do it to the max gotcha. in any way that I can. And what made you get into screen screenwriting? Uh, it's just something that just kind of happened, to be quite honest, man. Because as as artists, uh, songwriters is what is what I am. That's what mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. That's what anybody that puts the pen to the page uh, in music is. You're mm-hmm. a songwriter. And uh, when you start to realize that there's so many, like, elements of writing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying in movies that's a screenplay yeah and the process started with uh uh somebody writing a Mm -hmm. screenplay you understand what i'm saying and so like i just it just made it just happened one time i was like you know i want to be involved in any type of writing possible that Mm -hmm. is um that i would say is like that is me Mm -hmm. 
And uh, you know what I'm saying? When I started to realize, hold up, you know, films is 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 dope. I would say that a uh, period when it when it happened, I think uh, I would say it would have happened around the time where I did my second video dropping bombs. Mm. I would say that would have probably been the the eureka moment right mm-hmm. there. Dropping bombs was a, a video that me and my bro uh, KG. Uh, the King put out in July 2021 mm-hmm. and um, it was my second video, believe it or not. And uh, I started to, uh, you know, so I'm starting to get into like, you know, you choosing locations and then you like putting together ideas on how you want to shoot it and themes and all that. And then I'm starting to, you know, we start to put this together. We executed a pretty cool vid and mm-hmm. put it out. And then I was just like, oh, man, hold on. This is this is kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because I never like I, that's I would say actually I could say without a doubt that's mm-hmm. when it happened. Yeah. I was like, whoa, hold on a second. You know, what's up with this film stuff? You know what I'm saying? And then I started to think, like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Movies ain't nothing but uh, 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 is made by, uh, well, they shot and produced and all that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, these cats be getting their ideas from novels and books and Mm -hmm. stories. And Mm -hmm. that's just stuff that folks write. Yeah. And that they call screenplay. So, like anything, man, you know what I'm saying? It it could be... uh, uh, it could be a play, like a Broadway play. That that was written. Mm-hmm. Films is written. Books is written. You know what I'm saying? Magazines is written. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got there's so mm-hmm. many different. The president even have writers write his speeches for him. No, that is. Fair. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So like writing is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, when that popped up in my mind, I was like, oh man, this is deep. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of different avenues that I can explore. Yeah. In addition to my music, mm-hmm. should I decide that's where I want to go? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I would encourage anybody who um, who's a, a, a artist or who's in music to, you know what I mean? Definitely explore those areas if they're looking for other avenues and and whatnot. Because uh, you know, you, I think that you know, just staying in one lane is is good. But uh, I, I believe that people shouldn't limit themselves. No, yeah. and I think. Shoot, it would be dope if you made a screenplay or you made just like a like a skit sort of too. Like maybe a short screenplay and then you have your music as a soundtrack for it, you know? And then just to have get full control over this little visual whatever whether it's a video or a movie or a little skit and then you know, you got control with or what's the actor going to say? And then on top of that with the music you're making, so it, you know, definitely just fills in the holes that you know uh Beretta, or Barada, you just absolutely just you, I, don't, I hope y'all who's listening <laughs> caught what he just said because it's like when you get into writing and you get into that type of creative control mm-hmm. to where you're like writing film ideas and then you start shooting the films and then yeah. you can start putting your own music on the films mm-hmm. and you know what I mean then you can start renting out venues to show your films at mm-hmm. and there's just so many different things that you could do you know what I'm saying so it's like you can really bubble artistically Mm-hmm. and financially 
um, if you decide to do that. Uh, you don't have to wait for uh, a movie or a a uh, series on TV to pick up your music. You don't have to wait for Hollywood to come knocking on your door to say, come shoot this music, th- this movie. You can mm-hmm. do it yourself. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You just have to have the willingness to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and then after that, you know, there's plenty of information out there that can actually show you how to do it. And then you just get it in that way. But uh, yeah, that I definitely hope people do not miss what you just said because that's huge you see there's examples of uh uh other artists who got into it you got 50 cent he got into it you got ice cube he got into it in the 90s um it's it's not uncommon to see folks from uh the music world get into writing and directing films, mm-hmm. putting their own music there, um, putting their friends in who's who can who can act, not mm-hmm. just get the <laughs> homie down the street because he's a face. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You got to have some skills somewhat. Yeah. Apply yourself a mm-hmm. little bit. Practice a little bit. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Be serious. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um yeah, put your people up in there. Put your people on and yeah. and and you know just. Just be uh, in control of your art, fully in control of your art. You know, uh, that's 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 a beautiful thing mm-hmm. right there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the only thing that obviously would be missing in that and that would be uh, the financial resources. But mm-hmm. the thing is, you could build slowly. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? If it takes you two years to to, to get your movie together mm-hmm. or whatever it is project that you're getting that you are uh working on mm-hmm. put together and put out then it's just that's that's not going to be two years wasted that's going to yeah. be two years well spent you own it you ain't you got complete control mm-hmm. you made it happen mm-hmm. you and your camp and that's a beautiful thing you oh, understand right. what i'm saying so yeah. the long route ain't always the the cold route you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying the, the cold route is when you're getting shafted from all sides mm-hmm. because you you know they put the money behind it you don't own it you don't control it and yeah. You waiting for somebody's uh, permission to allow you to do something? Yeah. Um, that's the ultimate trick bag, and I wouldn't want anybody yeah. to be uh, to be out here getting finessed. No, that's fair. Out of any of their ideas and, or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know that's what a lot of I guess mainstream media or whether it's music or TV shows or you know like movies too. Because shoot. There's so much more that goes into it. Just like the, like you were saying, the funding for it. Like who's, what, how, how is this film getting paid one million, two million, all these things? And you got to make sure that whoever's paying for it too, you got, they got to like the movie too, right? And then it got to be for the masses. And it can't really, it can't cause that much controversy. I feel like with those absolutely man and he just you just hit a nail on the head like not only in the film world but Mm -hmm. also in the music world as well you know um, say for instance you may happen to be signed to a label if those guys uh, who's you know behind you you know getting your money um, if those guys don't like what you you did your music ain't gonna get put out Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying so but when you are independent and you are in total control then you put out what you want to put out Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to go to nobody and ask them for nothing Mm -hmm. and uh so you know if somebody funds somebody funds what you uh 
what you uh, what you're doing, then mm-hmm. that means they run what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, it's OK to have partnerships with folks. Partnership is a different situation because that means that you have a say in something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when it's just, uh, uh, you know, you have no say in it just because you, uh, big ta- big bank take little bank. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's just that's not cool. And, and as an artist, you definitely want to have freedom to express yourself, say what yeah. you want to say and, mm-hmm. and and go home and and uh sleep well knowing mm-hmm. that you know what i'm saying you you your art is getting out there and people are hearing what you got to say and whatnot mm-hmm. other, other but if if you don't have that type of uh, uh empowerment then yeah. it's whack man you know yeah. what i mean and that's a beautiful thing about um you know just doing your own thing you mm-hmm. know no matter how long it takes yeah and going back to uh you writing screenplays have you ever thought about acting or anything you know, I actually had a few of my partners bring that up sure. in the past. And, you know, to be quite honest, man, it's really not for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't want to really be on in the front of the camera sweating and, and stressing about my lines and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I just really don't. I don't want to be in that situation right yeah. there, man. I would get more fun and enjoyment out of just writing it Mm -hmm. uh directing and shooting it Mm -hmm. you know for me personally you know i'm saying some people is some people that's that's not for everybody Mm -hmm. and um i know i have i have the personality to do it but i just don't have the means uh or the will to to want to do it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah Yeah. At, at least um you know Outside of any type of music videos that mm-hmm. I may be shooting for myself yeah. or something like that, but yeah, you know, and so that's just a little bit, but yeah, gotcha. not, not really. And when it comes to your uh, screenplays, I guess what have been some of the topics you've been trying to cover? Oh, uh, they definitely going to be topics that's like relative to me and my re- relative and relevant to me mm-hmm. in my community based on my experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is really the kind of art that we usually create, even musically, is uh, anything that's going to be relevant to my our experiences, the things we see, mm-hmm. things we go through day to day. So I'm exploring all those kind of themes like that. Definitely zeroing in on my pers- personal experiences in my life. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to writing screenplays and doing music movies, mm-hmm. it's <clears throat> it's a lot more that goes into it. So it's like you may zero in on on a on a, a, a type of a, uh, an event that happened in your life. Mm-hmm. And that may be, um, uh, you may, that might spark an idea for what the theme of the movie is going to be, but there's so many other moving parts in it. Um, you know, overall, what is the, the motivation? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, where, what message are you trying to get out to the audience? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's so many different, uh, uh, layers and factors around that, mm-hmm. but it's definitely going to be uh, uh, themes that's going to be relevant to me and my community and uh, the things that I see every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Definitely, <clears throat> I will say that, uh, and there's so many angles that I can go for, mm-hmm. go from. It can be more of me exposing certain. Uh, injustices or wrongs that i see it may Mm -hmm. be a more of an empowerment type of Mm -hmm. angle Mm -hmm. uh you know there's so many different things going on in there and you know so 
Uh, who knows, man? As far as uh, genre, that that there's a range in that too. You know, mm-hmm. would I be going for something a little bit more comedic in this situation, or would I be looking for more of a, a suspenseful or or mm-hmm. a horror type approach in yeah. this situation? Such as, you know, I think that one of the one of the best films I've seen mm-hmm. um, touching on. Uh, uh, a subject like racism in such a cool way and mm-hmm. doing it in a slick way would be get out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and how he made it in like a in like a like a suspenseful horror type drama mm-hmm. with some comedy in there. Mm-hmm. How he did that was just amazing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like he took a serious issue and then he made a horror movie with it. But he also threw some comedy in there. And, of course, there's going to be some drama in there because, you know, wherever you see racism, there's going to be some drama up in there. Obviously, there's some conflict happening. So but how he did it in a way to where also he did it in a creative way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, didn't nobody drop the N-bomb up in there at nobody or nothing like that. But it's like, just like the the story and the um, um, the way that he did it, you automatically knew what he was talking about without yeah. him saying it to you directly. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of, of, of film. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He could have made a documentary about racism and like presented it in a more of an informative way. But yeah. instead, he found a creative way to uh to address the issue mm-hmm. and uh yeah one of the best movies i've seen like in the last five years no yeah get out was it i feel like that it has so much more than what it was at you know i guess you could say face value if someone i feel like you got to watch it over a couple of times to under get the full message for some people too and because i'm pretty sure he probably put like some easter eggs or you know just some stuff in the background when it comes to that movie, because I know it was Jordan Peele, right? Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm already knowing he's probably he's directed so many things where it's just like he has a different mind when it comes to this, or a different way of just thinking. And I feel like that's just a like a superpower at that point. Sometimes just like just how we're able to make music and you know do a 16. You know, you go into the you know the flip side of videos and just production, or I guess on that side. That's that's dope too. Yeah, and uh, uh, going back on what you said about Jordan saying uh, that you feel like you might have to watch the movie a few times, mm-hmm. he actually said that. He actually said um, after the movie comes out that you know audiences will have to watch it a couple times mm-hmm. just to be able to kind of zero in on mm-hmm. like what he was saying yeah. and. It's one of those type of movies to where the more you watch it, the more you pick up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you know it was a good movie. There's there's, there's not a lot of movies that people um, will go back and watch over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point in time, you just kind of grow tired of it. Or after the first time you've seen it, you're just like, okay, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But that movie right there is a movie that I actually own. Because people don't buy movies a lot these days, but I own that one. I was like, okay, yeah. that's 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 that that has to go into the collection right mm-hmm. there. But uh, yeah, the if you picking up Mo, the Mo you see it. Mm-hmm. That that's how you know it was a good movie. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's how you know, and that and that's why I was saying there's so many different layers to it. Just mm-hmm. look at you know, he, there's so many different. Um, 
you know, obviously racism was a theme, but, you know, you just look at all of the different things that he built around Mm -hmm. that, you know, that was the primary theme. But then you have like sub like subplots Mm -hmm. and whatnot underneath that. You might have to explain it to me because it's been a while for me watching that movie. So, yeah, I guess like which would are you specifically talking about? Oh, man. Well, you know, obviously it's like you have uh, you have the say, for instance, okay, Mm -hmm. so. You have the racism uh, theme in there. Mm-hmm. You know, is your does your parents know that I'm black? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Should they? <laughs> you know, that was like that was like kind of a funny moment. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously like right out the gate. You know what the film is about. It's about this, mm-hmm. this, 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 that subject right yeah. there. But then again, you're starting to see. So now he's he's kind of feeling like inferior in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you know, are they going to accept me? Am I good enough? All this mm-hmm. type of stuff like that. And then another theme in there is like, oh no, we not only want to accept you, we want to be you. Mm-hmm. We want you. We mm-hmm. want your mind, your eyes, your everything. You know what I'm saying? And then as he's going through the party, mm-hmm. when she's taking him around the house, and then mm-hmm. you got the lady, she's like, is it true what they say? And then uh, is it bigger? You know, all that type <laughs> of stuff like that and then um you had the other guy who says uh he's just like black is back in fashion you know that kind of thing right there Mm -hmm. but so it kind of flips it like whoa hold on a second like okay so i went from first coming here feeling Mm -hmm. inadequate Mm -hmm. to now you know uh, you know everybody want a piece of me you know what i'm saying so it was a way of him like showing that you know we are valuable and we do have like amazing characteristics about us you know what i'm saying and um that was a that was that was a a powerful um a powerful theme right there you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying kind of kind of hidden you know what i mean but you 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 have to get past like the horror aspect of folks getting kidnapped and Mm -hmm. and and getting um their minds taken and getting thrown in a sunken place to to pick that up right there you know what i'm saying because you would see uh, you said you see in um when he's sitting in that chair Mm -hmm. and uh right before they about to take him into surgery and when the dude is explaining to him the procedure and all that and he's telling him that well the reason why i'm saying this to you is because it makes the transition when when you know uh when they finish the procedure it makes the transition easier if you know why we're doing this type of stuff like Mm -hmm. that um and uh he's like uh why black people (laughs) he's like he was like why black people and the dude was just like you know, he kind of was just like, well, you know, I could care less, like really what, what color you are. I want I want your eyes. Um, you know, he was a great photographer, so he had a phenomenal eye. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the, the themes in there right there. He, he had a phenomenal he had a phenomenal eye. And um, um, the uh, the guy who had winded up winning the silent auction he was uh, an artist too and and that's what he wanted he he not only wanted his eyes just for like to see but he would have been getting like the caliber of artists, like how amazing he is. Like you seen him praising him when he went out and met him in the yard. He was just like, yeah, man, just like your work is like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, he was just like, yeah, I could care less. You know, I just, I want those, I want those eyes. You know what I'm saying? Now 
you know, of course that sounds good and everything, but mm-hmm. you still can't ignore the fact that you're talking about the eyes coming from this brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just thought that was a cool way to uh, to address um, that, to kind of say to to uh, black folks like, hey, man, like you do got some good qualities mm-hmm. It's definitely recognized. And, you know, maybe it may be fear or it may be hate coming from another side from the other side that just doesn't acknowledge it but just because someone doesn't acknowledge it doesn't mean it's it's not there Mm -hmm. you know so it's kind of that's the kind of a cool thing that you can do through film Mm -hmm. man you know it's just those those kind of things you Mm -hmm. know when you show when you show it visually Mm -hmm. like people really uh can bond to it you know Mm -hmm. um songs are powerful too and you know you obviously can like uh show what message you want people to get from your song through the music video and all mm-hmm. that but films is is, is longer you mm-hmm. know you, there's only so much you can take from a two three minute music video yeah. versus like a film like, yeah you could peel back just like the different layers just like you said and i feel like depending on you know what race you are at the end of the day when you watch that movie it also does play a major role because i feel like i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken like white people categorize get get out as a comedy but like i guess black people said that it was more like a horror but you know had like the hidden messages with it too yeah that's a good point that you make too actually um because although it says like when you whether you're gonna go on Amazon or whether you're gonna go on Netflix, wherever they have the movie, and you start yeah. to look at the genres, it'll mm-hmm. say all that. Mm-hmm. How people receive it, they may mm-hmm. receive it in a different yeah. way. So, black folks, obviously, you know, if you if you black and there is some type of organization or family out there kidnapping you, that's gonna be horrific. You're gonna be scared, no mm-hmm. doubt. You understand? Hey. You're gonna be, you know, you're gonna be looking around the corners when you're coming outside to check mm-hmm. your mail and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and obviously, like the white folks, they could be laughing at it, like, "Come on, we're not yeah, that we're bad. Not, Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. You're not gonna do that to your buddy." <laughs> That's actually, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So that might be funny. So yeah, you know what? And, and the interesting thing about this is, yeah. I after I get off the uh, off this uh, out of this session with uh-huh. you, I'm about to hit my friend Emily up. <laughs> And I'm going to ask her that question. Yes, I am. And I'll text you the reply. Uh Yes, sir. I'm about to definitely do that. And it's funny because I know that she loves that movie, too. So Uh I'm definitely going to ask her what it is. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just like, man, it's it's just kind of it's interesting, I guess, when it comes to just different kind of perspective, because. I guess for me, you know, not being white or black, you know, it's kind of like that middle ground where you, you know, you. I think we all face our own oppression at the end of the day in America. So me watching the movie, I could definitely see like, oh, that's probably what Jordan Peele was like trying to get at. You know, like there is racism, like the way that you were pointing out, hey, or I guess the girlfriend didn't know in the beginning that race was a big, big deal. She was like, oh, is that a big deal? And I feel like sometimes that might fly over a lot of you know, like I guess um, white people's heads, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's just normal type shit." You know? Absolutely, but, yeah, yeah. And and um, I would say that yeah, you would probably be able to relate to the film uh, from like see things in 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 our eyes more so than <laughs> the 
than the Caucasian person just because, you know, you're a person of color too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just just a different shade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a few more layers of melanin on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, not quite jet black, but, mm-hmm. you know, anywhom. Uh, yeah, it, it really does d- d- depend. Yo, um, things look different depending on where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? And so, but one thing does remain is mm-hmm. that that film was on all sides a uh, mm-hmm. highly successful film yeah. and everybody received it it was yeah. well received by everybody mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you're looking at the ratings on that movie right there like mm-hmm. since it came out um everybody spoke spoke highly of it mm-hmm. you obviously no movie gonna be perfect you're mm-hmm. obviously gonna have some people that that don't that don't like every movie mm-hmm. believe it or not yeah but uh, yeah, the the score was just very high for that mm-hmm. one, and that's just one example that I that I'd like to use of speaking about a controversial topic in a creative way, yeah. to where you don't have to overtly say it, mm-hmm. but you can just by just how you write it in your story mm-hmm. and and whatnot, and you see the character motivations. Mm-hmm. It's clear yeah. as day what you're talking about. Because yeah. sometimes it's like better to show somebody than to say something. Mm-hmm. So it's like if people see it, even without uh, you saying it, mm-hmm. they feel it. Yeah. Like if you just see, say for instance, if you see somebody uh, speaking to uh, somebody about racism and whatnot, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you say, for instance, you see like a group of white folks just beating up on a black dude, mm-hmm. they don't got. They ain't gonna say nothing. They ain't even gotta call him an n word or nothing. Mm-hmm. They could. You just see that, and then they cut out. You already can feel it. Yeah. That's way more powerful than just talking about hey, the racism. When you show it, mm-hmm. that's like when somebody say, "Man, show me." Yeah. If you show them, you know what I'm saying? Hey, nah. way more effective. And that's the beautiful mm-hmm. thing about film. Mm-hmm. You no, know what I'm fast. saying? Definitely, man. Yeah. And that's the fun thing about mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you said, just when it comes to like seeing things compared to just hearing about it, it's two different things because a lot of people I don't know, like we could even use let's just use uh police brutality, for example, too. There's it's crazy how there so there's so much footage and even within the last what last two three four years and i feel like you know a lot of people are saying blm blm but it's more of i feel like it's people got to change in their own like head rather than just saying that it's just it's up to our actions as people to treat other people with respect and you know rather than just saying putting it in your instagram bio or t- some shit like that, you know? Absolutely, yeah. No, I, I agree with you, man, mm-hmm. 100%, bro. I definitely agree with you, man. And yeah. um, But I do definitely think that it's it's important to um, to uh, the, the world that you want to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to uh, show people by your actions mm-hmm. uh, the kind of world you want to live in, by yeah. how you treat people, by mm-hmm. how you carry yourself and mm-hmm. whatnot. So it's like... Say, for instance, if I'm showing some footage of somebody being disrespected and Mm -hmm. somebody wrong, I'm not going to in any way be carrying myself in a disrespectful way or anything like that to no people, nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my thing is like this. I would just this is like 
This would be an example of how not to be. Exhibit mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. do not be like this. Mm-hmm. Exhibit B, be mm-hmm. like this. So yeah. it's like just show people how yeah. to be. It's it, it's yeah. not enough to just show people what ain't what it ain't. Mm-hmm. You got to show people what it is mm-hmm. as well. You know That's what I'm right. saying? That's like me telling somebody, listen, man, don't do this. They'd be like, well, show me a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got to give them something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to, to in exchange for what they have, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like if I'm telling you, yo, this is the wrong attitude to have. Mm-hmm. All right, if we take this attitude away, I got to show you the right attitude to have. Mm-hmm. I just can't leave you out there by yourself no, with, right. with nothing. So yeah. example, man, it's all about yeah. being an example, Yeah, showing and giving example, showing people the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know what I mean? No, that's and facts. yeah, that's 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 real talk. Yeah, that's facts. Mm hmm. Because, I don't know, I feel like this world is, um, sometimes, it's, or not even sometimes, I know this world is hateful as fuck, let's just, I'll be honest at this point, but it's just, I think for me, just moving around too, like, because I, even for you, you used to live down in Cali in the night, you know, you live up here, but for me, just moving from here, and then to Hawaii, and then coming back, it's like I've seen a lot of, you know, just a lot of faces, whether you're Islander, black, white, Mexican, Hispanic, um, you know, Middle Eastern, all that, all that. You know, it's just like, and I feel like traveling or just seeing a lot of different faces as a kid made me not really care about, you know, more more or less of how someone looked, but more their morals at the end of the day. Because I've met a lot of people where I'm like, oh, you might be cool. Talk to them and they're, <laughs> they're dickhead or something. Yes, or they're sir. just stupid yes, as fuck or something. You yes, know? Sir. And I guess, like, what was it like for you just growing up? Because um, I remember, you know, you you telling me living down in SAC, you, you got different groups of friends and shit. So. <laughs> Bro, okay, so... I, for one thing, I'll touch on what you said, mm-hmm. man, because I think it's, it's it can't be overstated, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like they say, bro. Um, I mean, you have so many cliches out here. Blood is thicker than water. But then you also have to realize that, you know, what I'm saying um, family ain't in genetics. Sometimes it's in how you treat somebody. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And for me, I judge people based on their conduct, mm-hmm. based on how you act based on how you move. That's mm-hmm. how I judge you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can meet people that is from your ethnicity that is just br- just straight, clear as day, bringing shame to the <laughs> whole by their actions, by their conduct, by how they get down, by mm-hmm. what they say, by mm-hmm. what they represent, all that. Mm-hmm. And then you can see folks from other ethnicities who their conduct is phenomenal. You're like, bro, I love this person. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's, a, that, that's a real one right there. Mm-hmm. They, they they tell it like it is. They got a good soul in them. I mean, they move right. Uh, I, I rock with them heavy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I rock with you based on your conduct. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? If I'm, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I don't like everybody that's my my own ethnicity. Mm-hmm. If I see somebody in violation based on their conduct or something like that, I'm not about to roll with them. They ain't rolling with me. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't got nothing in common at yeah. all, you mm-hmm. know? As far as my upbringing in Cali, mm-hmm. my neighborhoods, bro, I grew up in, um, uh, our neighborhood was mad diverse. Uh, white people were the minimal. <laughs> that, that, that was the minority mm-hmm. up in there. I, I must throw that in there. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but nobody really messed with them. You know what I'm saying? If you seen them skateboarding or something like that, you was like, hey, what's going on, brother? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just let them skate. But that's mm-hmm. all they did. They left people alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Didn't nobody attack them. <laughs> it was really just gangs just attacking each other. Mm-hmm. You feel me? In neighborhoods um, like that, it's just gang gang. That's mm-hmm. gangs on gangs. That's it. Black gangs versus black gangs. Mm-hmm. Hispanic gangs versus Hispanic gangs. Asian gangs versus Asian gangs. And then everything else in between. There mm-hmm. might be some overlap. It might mm-hmm. be a black gang going up against, uh, you know, a black blood gang going up against a crip Hispanic gang mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But everybody rocked with each other. I had a, a lot of uh, obviously brothers, you know what I'm saying, in my corner. But I, I grew up around a lot of Hispanics, a lot of Asians. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Tongans, what they call Pacific Islanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them. I I had a lot of folks like that that I grew up in, grew up uh, around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the last spot that I lived at was Del Paso Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? I also lived in Oak Park. You know what I mean? I lived in Fruit Ridge. Mm-hmm. You know, these is all these are all hoods yeah. in 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 Sac. And uh, you know, but everywhere that I was at. I was always in a diverse area, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Wherever, yeah, where I'm from, wherever, wherever you gonna find, you know what I'm saying. Like the hood, you gonna find the Asians up in mm-hmm. there, the black people up in there, mm-hmm. Hispanics up in there. If real, it was just never no beef like that, you know what I'm saying. I had all kinds of homies, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and I had all kinds of all kinds of uh, uh, blood homies and all kinds of crib mm-hmm. homies. Like for me, um, you know, yeah. you know, so yeah, I loved it and. Because of that exposure, mm-hmm. I would say that's shaped how, how I am today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I grew up around a lot of folks. So I I just never was taught mm-hmm. to dislike or hate anybody um, because of the way they look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I could bring Asian homies to the crib. I could bring Hispanic homies to the crib, whatever. My mom, she would accept them all. Like, they was her kids. And that's why all my homies love coming to my mom's house. Mm-hmm. All of them. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, since I was, and, and, and as you're talking about since, uh, like, uh, from an attraction standpoint, too, like, since I remember, like, you know what I'm saying? I've always been attracted to all races of girls, mm-hmm. you know, because when you grow up in that mix and when that melting pot. You know what I mean? You exposed to all kinds. You know, Asians, Hispanics, Black. Um, like I said, whites were the were the minority. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, got the white girl with the glasses on. Hey, baby, you know she looked good. Too. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it it, it really didn't matter, man. You know what I'm saying? If you was, you know. You was a Mexican, Cambodian, Hmong, mm-hmm. Vietnamese, oh, yeah. Polynesian, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A sister. Either way, you mm-hmm. know, you can get it. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and correction for, for you, too. So I remember vividly in my brain, like, I remember when, like, the first time when I was, like, as a kid growing up and I was like, damn, I'm not white. Did you ever have that experience? Like, just being like. Damn, I'm at you know. Like, oh, when well, you started to kind of like really identify like, yeah, with, just, your co- yeah. with your with your with your, um, I would say when I realized I wasn't white. Uh, obviously, it's not like I grew up looking at my pictures and I didn't oh, know yeah. what color oh, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. and I was just like, "What's that?" Yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't like that. No, I think that the first time I really knew, like, for one, it would probably be when I seen 
um, the suburbs for the first time. Mm. When I kind of got over there in that area, mm-hmm. and I was just like, whoa, like, mm. whoa. I remember I went to a basketball game mm-hmm. um, at a place called Granite Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a spot in Sacramento called Granite Bay. Uh, very, uh, it's like a, uh, I would say like an upper middle class area. I went to a basketball game gotcha, gotcha. over there. I went to go watch uh, a hoop game of uh, with one of my homies because he knew uh, he knew somebody who was on the team. Mm-hmm. And so we get out there, man, and I'm literally the only black person in the entire stadium. And that was just really awkward to me, man. I was like, whoa. And then I didn't see anybody hit a like a, a, a good crossover. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh-huh. like, oh. They had some jumpers up in there, too. Oh, yeah. The jump shots was good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was compelling that way. But I was looking for the cross, and I didn't see the cross. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm not. Yeah, this is, this is a different place right here. But, uh, yeah, when I got out there, I think that's when I really – that's when I first seen the burbs, burbs for the sometimes I, mm-hmm. or for the first time. That's when I was like, oh wow, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's probably when I first realized, like, yo, you guys is broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you go through, you go through where where I grew up at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. the people are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it's just poverty up over there. Yeah. It's like a lot of poverty up mm-hmm. over there. And then you get to the other areas where the, the streets is all clean, mm-hmm. pristine, and mm-hmm. you know, nobody got crossovers or nothing like that. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, this yeah. is different. You know what I'm saying? But it was never like, I was like, you know, that's when I knew. I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, brother, yeah. this is your side of town mm-hmm. right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that folks can't live over yeah. in the burbs or nothing like mm-hmm. that. I was just saying that, uh, you know, that's when I knew, like, okay, yeah, there's really something that exists called the uh, other side of the of the fence. Yeah, yeah, got you. And what age was that? No. Oh, man. Man, you probably talking... Uh, Man, that's that's probably around. Oh man, you, was that like elementary school? No, nah, that was yeah. No, nah, you getting into uh, this is like getting closer to getting closer to middle school, kind of. Yeah, getting closer to junior high school, like right, like right in there. You know what I'm saying? That transition right there. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was really different right there. I think for me, it was it was like hella early on because it was like in preschool. I think because I remember the kids were like, oh yeah. They're they're just saying like I guess their ethnicities or whatever and these kids were like oh yeah I'm 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 what or British blah blah, blah whatever like and then they're like yeah I'm American blah 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 and I'm thinking I'm like going with that so like oh yeah I'm, I must be American too yeah, yeah. yeah you know mm-hmm. and then I go back to uh, to my mom I'm like hey mom oh we're American right blah blah, blah. and she's like no you're just uh, you're Japanese blah 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 and in at that point in my head I was like wait what I was mm-hmm. like. I was like, I was yeah. hella confused. I was yeah. like, bro, what, what's like, what happening? Do you mean? Yeah, but I guess it's like at that age too. I didn't really conceptualize just everything. I guess with identity too, or just how like how people looked and yeah, and all that. Yeah, it was none of that for me. I mean, I would <laughs> I would say like in terms of like you know, I remember when I first I had some uh, some Ukrainian for like I would say like the first awkward mm-hmm. like. Ethnical, like ethnical name I ever heard was Ukrainian. I was like, bro, what is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my friend, uh, his name was Claude. 
like kind of like cloud, but mm-hmm. you pronounce it like cloud or something mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, you know, we used to always play hoop together mm-hmm. and all that. So it was mm-hmm. cool, you know. But uh, when I first ha- find, found out they were Ukrainian, he was like, yeah, we're Ukrainian. And I'm just like, what is that? Like, I just thought they was, I thought <laughs> just they was white, just white just folks, white. right? Yeah, so he's yeah. like, yes, we're, you know, and they said it with his accent. Uh-huh. Said, we're Ukrainian. I was like, okay, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that was awkward to me. Yeah. But, you know, uh, as far, I'm talking about the name, mm-hmm. but it's like, I didn't even care about that. Like, I never asked nobody up to that point, like, where are they from mm-hmm. or nothing like that. And it's, and it's interesting, like, how that came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who asked them that. And then I heard them say Ukrainian. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like, I remember, like, the first, but I, I think I remember the first, um, the first ethnical term that I mm-hmm. learned, mm-hmm. like, from outside of my, um, from outside of my uh, uh, my ethnicity would probably be there was this girl named Brenda that used to like me and she was Hmong mm-hmm. and she told me she was Hmong and I was like what is that what the fuck you know what I'm saying <laughs> I was like what is that like you know what I'm saying and I was mm-hmm. like that just didn't make any sense like I really actually didn't even care about the name I'm just like well you're cool you know yeah. I don't even what is this you know what I'm saying ain't we we just peoples right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying and that's mm-hmm. and that's what, how you grow up as a kid is is really uh, when you start to get into the uh, your culture deeper and mm-hmm. learning about your history and all that kind of stuff like that, where then you start to see your distinctions. But at the yeah. same time, I still believe that and um, our differences are very minimal. Mm-hmm. You know, we have more related than we have uh, difference. Mm-hmm. That's uh, one thing that I'll stand by right there. Mm-hmm. Um, although the differences um, can be, you know, uh, controversial. You know what I'm saying, and that, and 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 a, a small difference may be like, you know, that may be all it takes for somebody to say I'm good, I'm good, I ain't rocking with you. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But uh, like in the grand scheme of things, you know, I, I don't look at uh, ethnicity as a uh, like to measure whether or not I'm about to rock with you again. I look at your conduct and mm-hmm. and and whatnot. No, that's facts. Yes. No, and I feel like it's kind of just like living in America is definitely a whole different experience than just living somewhere else and i don't even know i feel like it's a blessing but also it comes with its you know just trials and tribulations just because the division you speaking on that yeah yeah because we're not like in a country where it's just like all your people monolithic yes yeah everybody looks different and Mm -hmm. Depending on what part of America you're in, too, right, will depend on how you're going to be treated. Absolutely, it's, it's just it's a whole different, and also just depending on what race you are. Yeah, because for the most part, if you're if you're white, a lot of America is for you know, like I guess, right. You can kind of go wherever you want <laughs> yeah. without like you no know, trouble, you can go wherever, wherever yeah. you want, like Christopher Columbus, and yeah. then, you know, you ain't gotta, you know, you mm-hmm. ain't gonna be unless you get to certain hoods or whatnot mm-hmm. where like it's a you going down a cul-de-sac mm-hmm. and there ain't no way out. Um, that's the only areas where you are in danger, uh, my white brothers. That's it. Other than that, you know, you could just march up and down Shit, this country man, like yeah. like. Like uh, what's his name, Johnny Appleseed, yeah, man, and you ain't real. you ain't even gotta yeah. worry about nothing, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But yeah, there is um, yeah, it does, it is, it, it living in this country does have its challenges mm-hmm. because of that, yeah. and uh, you know, um, also when you start to get into the area of politics, mm-hmm. that's where it becomes even a little bit more challenging as well, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, so America's 
like you said, it's 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 like a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It it it, it, it could really it could cut you both ways. You oh, know what right. I'm saying? You could you could you could uh, you could. There's a lot of things that you could do here. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of exposure to different na- uh, nationalities here. Uh, they with with the what they doing in politics uh, now and what's happening right now. You can literally be whatever you want to be. You could I mean, you can absolutely just that's that's no cap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could you could really be what you want to be mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. And um, but with that, uh, you know, you do you do face a lot of challenges, especially as um, as people of color. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, and I'm not uh, I ain't preaching to the choir or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but. Hey, you know, this is where we at. You know, you you look at the alternatives and you say to yourself, well, I mean, you know, at least at least I ain't over here getting decapitated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know what I'm saying? At least (laughs) I can have at least I could have me a YouTube channel. uh, You know, I mean, at least I could at least talk out up against talk out against these uh uh any the establishment in Mm -hmm. some way, shape or form Mm -hmm. without disappearing. Yeah. That is, hey. and uh, so it do have it do have uh, its its benefits. Yeah, but still, I don't think you know any any world's a perfect world. But you know, I, I like how you have a positive mindset, an open mindset, because you know we could look at America at all its faults, but you know I think everything has its faults too. At the end of the day, yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge those faults and not act like they don't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, that only makes you that only makes you stronger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You mm-hmm. just just because you don't like I say, just because you don't acknowledge some, don't mean it 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 don't exist. And and just because you don't talk about some um, or you sweep some under the rug, don't mean that it don't that it's gonna go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that if uh, if this place wants to uh, truly be uh, be unified and and all of that, mm-hmm. then um, it has to acknowledge the the dirt it's done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and the and the hardships that people have uh, in certain demographics, and and folks need to work uh, to learn more about. They neighbors and neighbors would be all the different ethnicities up in here and then figure out a way to where we can find some common ground mm-hmm. so everybody can can, um, you know, uh, have a have they piece of the pie up in this mm-hmm. up in this place because everybody deserves the sand, a sandcastle on this mm-hmm. on this beach. And there's enough around for everybody to get some and and it shouldn't be. um uh, just a few people getting some. Everybody should be able to get some, and so uh, I want for my neighbor what I want for myself. You know what I'm saying? And that's just to be dignified, live the best life I can, mm-hmm. have as many opportunities out there as everybody else. And and if I decide to to raise some kids, raise them in a safe environment that's going to allow them to um, thrive and. And and keep this thing going, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, mm-hmm. I think fundamentally everybody wants the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just, um, you know, we gotta those differences that folks have. You know, the only way those gonna be understood is if folks if folks work to understand um, each other, you know, what they want, and their motivations. They mm-hmm. see their side of the um, yeah. 
see their side of the, the story, you know, because like you said earlier, man, like, you know, things look a certain way depending on how you perceive it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So Cash just kind of got to put them goggles on and, 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 and whatnot. And it's challenging, but hey, you know what I mean? Nothing good is not, uh, nothing good come easy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you challenge, if you can get past that challenge right there, man, it's, it's going to mm-hmm. be better uh, at the end. No, yeah. And staying on the track of, you know, motivation or just keeping yourself to think on the posit- positive mindset or just, you know, being able to push yourself to do better. Like, is there a certain quote or a model that you keep in your mind that it's just like, you know, that helps you keep on pushing throughout the day? Uh, not necessarily a certain quote mm-hmm. or uh, a certain model or anything like that. But I think that what folks should remind themselves of, if I would, uh, if there's something I would say is remind themselves of what they fighting for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What is it that you fighting for up in life? You know what I mean? I think once you can zero in on what you fighting for every single day, mm-hmm. you don't need no motivational quote. You don't need no uh, motivational speaker. You don't need nothing to keep mm-hmm. going because you know exactly what you fighting for. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And, and you should, you should look at it like that, like a battle. Because life is hard, it's tough, you're going to have some losses, you're going to lose some people, you're going to lose some, you know what I'm saying, you're going to lose some some friends, you're going to lose some, sometimes you may lose some confidence and you got to get that back, you know what I'm saying, there's there's, there's a lot of different challenges, mm-hmm. but uh, just remind yourself of what you're fighting for, mm-hmm. just like for real, and, and in order to know what you're fighting for, you got to sit down, get mm-hmm. by yourself, mm-hmm. and you got to reflect mm-hmm. on what your purpose is in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what is you here for? If you ain't figured that out yet, then, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it takes a little longer for that to come to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, just really think on that right there. Meditate on that. Like, what you here for? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What are you fighting for every day? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You fighting for to eat are you the are you the only breadwinner in your family mm-hmm. are you fighting to to because your mom got cancer and you need to make make your make a band so that you can help pay for her um her treatment you fighting for your kids you know what i'm saying like what you fighting for you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you fighting to get up out the hood cuz you tired of living there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like what is you fighting for you know mm-hmm. that's really what it's about right there and mm-hmm. so uh, if folks do that and look, check it out. If you got amnesia, just write down what you're fighting for and put it on your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You know, put it on your wall somewhere where you can see it and where you walk by every day to remind yourself. Even if you got to put it on your bathroom mirror, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just remind yourself of what you're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you, you ain't gonna need nobody to motivate. You gonna need. You ain't gonna need nobody to motivate you after that. Yeah. Once you remind yourself of that, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we do forget when we go through our challenges. Mm-hmm. When you get knocked down, and when you may seemingly fail at something, mm-hmm. then you kind of lose a little bit of uh, attraction, mm-hmm. or you may lose a little bit of confidence, and you may kind of like lose sight of where you were going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that happens in every single battle. You know what I'm saying? And you you ask yourself, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Is it right what I'm doing? Is it right where I'm going? And it's mm-hmm. cool to sit back and reassess things mm-hmm. to kind of figure things out. You know what I'm saying? Not just at the new year when you're trying to put together your new year's resolution. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's, if it's you know, March, don't wait to, you know, January to put together your new year's revolution, resolution. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, sit down, reassess and uh, remind yourself of that, man, today. And, and you can start now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. And I really encourage people uh, 
to you know make that a priority in their mind and in their thinking every single day just remind yourself of what you're fighting for you know mm-hmm. You know, you're fighting for what you love, you know what I'm saying? Whether you in the art world, whether you in the entertainment world, whether you in the political world, whether you are a prize fighter and you got to go beat somebody's brains out in the ring. Because, you know, whatever uh, avenue you in, you know, just remind yourself of what you're fighting for. And I guarantee you that'll that'll definitely alter your mood. No doubt. If that don't fire you up, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. For real, just take that from me. Yeah, no, I think I think that was a great explanation. Cause shoot, sometimes, like you say, you don't need a motto or a quote in your head to keep you pushing if you know what you're fighting for or what your purpose is in the in life. You know, and shoot, I think um, last time we did a podcast, shoot, when was that? Like, oh man, it's been a year. Yeah, yeah, year. definitely. Yeah, so, at least. Yeah. So, what would you say? <clears throat> So, I don't know if you remember. So, I try to make this kind of like a timestamp. So, now it's February 4th, 2023. So, a year from now, whether it's screenplays, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, I guess, what do you have for 2023? Yeah, I would say say that the screenplay, just because of the amount of time Mm -hmm. and work that goes into that, that's definitely a huge priority. Takes a lot. It's a lot of time and research and thinking Mm -hmm. that goes into that. I'm already knowing that. Right there. So that right there is something that I did. I set a goal for. Now, Mm -hmm. I I set a... um, a goalpost of six months mm-hmm. to con- con- to complete this. Yeah. That's kind of being a, a little ambitious, mm-hmm. but there ain't nothing wrong with moving the goalpost, y'all. I, I just mm-hmm. set it there for a deadline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if it take me till um, the beginning of next year to complete it, mm-hmm. at least I put a deadline on there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely a priority right there. Um, I'm really excited about this uh, Music Solstice event that we got coming up. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Um you know, we've been having a lot of fun in rehearsals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with what we about to be doing there. And um, uh, we do have some dates for um, we do also do workshops. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually we make uh, appearances at like community centers and schools gotcha. and whatnot uh, for these workshops mm-hmm. where we might be teaching people how to um, uh you know what like like say for instance we might pick a, an emotion or something like that mm-hmm. and say okay if you're looking for a sad emotion you understand what i'm saying then this kind of tune right here is it'll it'll bring that kind of thing out in your music mm-hmm. and whatnot and we talk to people about our like our writing process um i talk about talk to people about like you know how i come up with my songs and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then we give examples of that and in addition to performance sets and whatnot so Looking forward to some of uh, some of that type of work we got coming up this year, uh, later on in the spring, and then we also have uh, a few of those dates next year already etched out mm-hmm. too. So we got that. Um, I'm looking forward to Caveman, or not Caveman, excuse me. I'm looking forward to the Harvest Project I got with my bro Jairus Alexander. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that and. Um, uh yeah man just just continuing to just grow as a person and uh be a better artist and uh just keep doing the things that I love to do you mm-hmm. understand just that that's it just keep fighting mm-hmm. for the things that 
that I want to do in this life. Yeah. Definitely got to fight for the things you want to do. Hey, Especially in this country, you got to mm-hmm. fight for the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. So in addition to like fight, uh, reminding yourself of what you're fighting for, you know, it's just in in a, in general, mm-hmm. you got to fight for the things you want to do. That's facts. I don't mean everybody got to get everybody got to get hit in the nose or nothing like that. <laughs> I'm just talking about like <laughs> I'm talking about philosophically. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying somebody over there hitting the wall right now, but mm-hmm. no, don't do it, brother. Mm-hmm. No, pain, no, no pain, no gain. No right? pain, no, no gain. Pain, no gain. <laughs> but um, actually, for the music solstice uh, event, uh, do you have a date for that? For I guess people that might want to pull up for that. Yeah, so we're still putting together. Um, we're still putting together uh, the venue. We are going. To, we've been researching venues that we're going to have the event at. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of potential locations. Um, that we looking at right now. So we're still kind of dancing around that mm-hmm. and um, still haven't set a final date yet. It's mm-hmm. possible that we may be having that near the end of summer. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely be letting you know. But uh, yeah, that's 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 um, it's definitely not going to be spring. So we we looking at the at the soonest summer. Yeah, for that one right got there. You, got you. Yeah, and well, if you guys do want to get in contact with uh, Eddie P, I mean, you got Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, sir. So you can find me at Eddie P underscore Iron Message. That's E D D Y P underscore Iron Message. I R O N M E S S A G E, and uh, yeah, you could also find find me on Twitter at Iron Message. And uh, you could also find me on Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. Eddie P. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, shoot. Appreciate you for pulling up again. Appreciate you, brother, man. I respect your workload, man. You out here doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, you're not allowing anybody else to tell you what you can't do. You, you, you're making it happen, and uh, you green lighting yourself instead mm-hmm. of waiting for somebody to tell you to go. So, yeah, man, I definitely respect that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh, yeah, also be looking out for my man Barada stuff. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, I got to come on, man. You know, we got to track together, hey, we too. Do. Hey, that's just just to let you know, dropping this Dropping this year. Yes, sir. Make sure you guys stay tuned. No, Already. No, yeah, I think that got to be, like, one of my favorite tracks. Man. Yeah, that like, stuff's hard. Sure. I, hey, man, I listened to it a few times, yeah, man, yeah. in the past couple weeks. So, mm-hmm. hey, you know what I mean? Hey. A great collab, man. Yes, sir. We got it coming soon. Yes, Probably sir. this summertime, so make sure you be on the lookout for anything EDP correlated, and same thing for me. Yes, sir. Catch you guys. Peace. Peace.